0: What happened to yesterday? (laughs) 23rd of January. Is now what? (coughs) It's a a memory. And there'll never be ever again another 23rd of January 1989. That whole, that's a perception, isn't it? It's a memory. But we can't ever duplicate that memory, can we? Because just the perception alone in time means that it's gone forever. (coughs) In our particular perceptual realm. Memory is like that, isn't it, Actually, January 23rd, 1989 is, is, is a, just a thought in the mind, something we create, isn't it? Yesterday didn't go around saying, I'm January 23rd, 1989, did it? I didn't hear any, anything yesterday <coughs> coming around and tapping me on the shoulder and saying, Hey, Samato. I'm January 23rd, 1989. But there was me saying, you today is January 23rd, 1989. Today is January 24th, 1989. I have uh, calendars, very really nice, reproduced calendars to, from Thailand with Pfizer into the most beautiful uh, graphics these days. Their calendars used to be pretty cheap looking, a little bit of newsprint. But then now they're producing works of art denouncing mm. the days each day of each month it's beautifully printed that today is January 24th 1989 so memory uh, perception being able to to name things the sanya, sanyakanda having <coughs> having, uh, having symbols and words and language. And then when we when we don't question or investigate that then we, we that's the world that we live in is the world of perceptions of me as a person me as a certain type of person you as a certain type of person the world is a perception <coughs> the world of of what what I perceive the world to be My, the whole conditioning process that goes into, into one's uh, experiences from birth and being born into the family and the class and the race and the age the time the, the education all the things that are conditioned into the mind the sanya perception the names we give things the views we have; these are all impermanent, and they're not self. And yet, that ignorance grasps these things as being more than what they are. Not that they're wrong or bad, but it, it's it's that avijja, prajnaasankara, those all those tendencies to regard that as 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 a reality and make assumptions and and decisions and and hold views and form opinions from that whole realm of ignorance that's never been questioned maybe never been penetrated with wisdom mm. that's what prejudices are aren't they you, you hear people have prejudice, racial prejudices or whatever it's because they hear uh, from maybe from their parents from the very beginning that that race or that nation is bad so then then that very much affects your world view doesn't it how you how you react to things that's why the, the, the Buddha refrained from making doctrines about God and, and metaphysical uh, statements speculations Because that tends to be, those are perceptions, just like anything, God, the word God is a perception, isn't it? It is, it is a man-made word, it is uh, a creation of the mind, the word itself. And yet we can say God and people will start feeling all kinds of emotions. Some people that believe in God, they'll start feeling uh, very uh, wonderful. Oh, God loves me. God is wonderful. God is the Almighty. God is the Savior. God is this. God is that. If you believe there isn't any God or you don't believe in God, then you say God and then say, oh, God, there isn't any God. It's all just hocus-pocus, superstition, stupidity, Those are the emotional reactions. That's emotion, isn't it? That uh, one goes toward the the uh, affirmative and the other to the negative. That's why the Four Noble Truths and the Patita Dhammapada is an investigation of the process. The, the process of Dhamma rather than then, then giving us positions to take or views to grasp on to or hold on to, it's an investigation of the process that we can actually witness to in the in the form in you know, the karma, the conditions that we have at this time. So it's not a, it's not an affirmation nor a denial, but an but a an investigation putting into looking and, and, and penetrating. It's a penetration, isn't it? This is like contemplating the Aramana, the sticky objects. Like the word God can be a sticky object, can't it? Your mind gets stuck on it. As soon as there's a God and then and then you go into, oh God is wonderful, God is the Almighty. I love God. God is my Father. God is my Father. that. You're stuck, and that's that's what we mean by stickiness. Because you're, you as you grasp that concept of God, then your mind goes uh, into this proliferating tendency, say affirming it. Or if if you if you don't believe in God and you hate the whole idea, then you say God and then it gets stuck on oh, it's all poppycock, it's silly, foolish superstition. Bah, humbug. And that's, that's sticky, and you're stuck onto, onto the Aramana, because you're proliferating. Just some, some word, you press the button, God, and then then you, you become something like that, don't you? You can press your buttons, and see what you're stuck on. That's what we're doing in meditation, isn't it? We're just watching where we stick, where we get stuck in in this world. What tends to just take us over or obsess our mind? What tends to to uh, say, make us angry or resentful or bitter, and what tends to inspire us? what what we long for and be inspira- have inspiration and things affirmed. For us. like when I say the things that you like to hear you know let say you're you know you're all very mature evolving spiritual beings now you're perfectly capable of practicing and motivating yourself into the spiritual path you don't need uh, me to constantly kind of be on your back pushing you along the way because all of you every one of you all they here the, you know, the dar andgar because everyone is 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 uh, it's uh, realized the Bharamita and the keeping the sea and your lives now are really moving toward that ultimate spiritual realization mm. and then then the, the at that's that's nice that's praise isn't it that's encouragement that's inspiring it's nice to hear that somebody you look to as as some kind of authority or expert uh, says you're alright saying you're alright get on with it and then if I suddenly just uh, say the opposite (laughs) (laughs) you don't like to hear that how you know criticisms the The things I see wrong, your weaknesses. What if I, what if I exposed you each individually, your weaknesses in this meeting? (laughs) To everyone. Just started going through the whole lineup and telling everyone about this person's faults and weaknesses. Would be. Wouldn't like that, would you? (laughs) And press your buttons. And you get stuck on the Aramanas. Now, that which is not an Aramana, what is that? Well, that that's where you question that. What, what, is, what, where, what is not Aramana? What is not ob- an object? Where don't you get? St- what is not sticky? <clears throat> so that is that is the question to to investigate, isn't it? What is? Where is it? Or what is it? Well, we have to admit that each one of us is in this very subjective position, isn't it? Because you're. Even to my eyes, you're just a ramanas. That's all you are. I get stuck onto your the looking at you. And and then, then even your names and the memories I have of you, the the views and opinions I might hold about you. They're not. They're not really. Uh, if they're they're just uh, a ramana, aren't they? That's all they are. There's not, that's not a real, that's not a, that has no center, no core to it at all. My, my opinion of you has no core to it. I can't find any core in it. Anything, any anything that one can say is what you really are or what your soul is or anything like that. Any opinion or memory. Perception I have of you, or any of you, or all of you. What is it? It's just it's just uh, nama rupa, vajyasalayatana. salayatana? <laughs> all that process. It's a process, isn't it? but then we're not going into abstractions either by by giving doctrinal positions saying that there's no self as a as a kind of doctrine anatta is not meant to be a a, a doc, doctrine or dogma that one grasps it's a, it's a tool for investigation so then the then the, the we when you see what a Ramana really is what what it is, is—the the, the uh, vinyana uh, bhajaya nama rupa, nama rupa bhajaya salayatana, salayatana bhajaya uh, pasa, pasa bhajaya vedana. And so this this experience of being born in a conscious form it's like this, we, for the, for our whole lives, it'll be like this. I'll be the subject of this world, of this experience, from birth to death. Always have been and always will be till the, till the, till I die. But then what is the true subject? Is it, is it the perceptions that are con- conditioned into my mind about me? Is it my name? Is that my true self? That was given to me years after I was born. And I hope it's not the name my mother gave me. I hope that's not really me. And I hope... (laughs) And I hope uh, (coughs) the... culture and background of my life is not really me. I hope I make that to be kind of permanent and eternal. And I'd hate to, I mean, it would really be, you know, pretty miserable to, to have for eternity uh, a personality. To have a personality and a, and then all this Vedana and feeling and, and all these attachments to a Ramana and things like this, to have that for eternity, forever. You think about that. That would be be horrible. And all those things, when you, when you penetrate them with wisdom, with punya, what are they? They're, they're insubstantial, evanescent, ephemeral, forever changing, ineluctable operations. No, that there's no there's no core to any of it to the Ramanas there there's no there's no eternal core or true center so as long as you're looking for the core or the center or the ultimate truth or the deathless as a Ramana, what are you going to get? something that isn't, isn't it? that's why even even the even the word or the perception has to be relinquished like the word god has to be relinquished and all the the other all the other uh, beliefs and all the ramanas of your of your mind You you begin to just see as as for what they are because the, none of them they're all unsatisfactory because they they have no core no real center but where is the center and, and so now we 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 say as we as we let go of the ramaṇa then what is it the knowing and the and that that can witness and know without giving it a name because then that's a ramaṇa without Having to perceive it as anything. Do you really have to be somebody to feel happy, or do you have to have somebody verify that you are somebody, or that there is a god, or that there is eternal life, or there is something? Because then you're then you're 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 wanting affirmations to support your fears. You're still caught in in doubt and in fear, anxiety, uncertainty, and you want. The, an authority to come along and say, "Yes, there is a God. Yes, you'll go to heaven. Yes, there is the deathless realm, and and uh, so forth. And you will, and you will have an eternal soul. And and when you die, if you if you, if you are a good person, you'll live happily ever after, and in a happy state, and so forth. And that is the the desire." To be, to have, to feel safe and secure. I mean, it's kind of basic. Very immature. I mean, we have to, when we're young, and we need that kind of affirmation from our parents. We need parents to say, I love you. You're alright and I'll protect you because children need, need it. We needed that up to a certain age. Children physically need it. They need parents who will nourish them and protect them. Because they they can't do it themselves. They can't possibly do that on their own. So we need external parents. But for the holy life, this is the, the rising to that ultimate freedom. That's why this isn't a a path of, of, of continuous affirmation. We we use inspiration and encouragement, but but the encouragement is also towards this investigation, for you to awaken, to be awake and, and, and use wisdom to investigate. Some of you refuse to do it. It's not because you're not encouraged to. Some think you do it when you don't. Because you come out with some pretty silly ideas. <laughs> but whatever it is, you keep going. You don't, you don't, I mean, it's alright to come out with silly ideas as long as you see them for what they are. Now, mindfulness then is the way to the death. Upamadoa matapadang. Very kind of rhythmic, isn't it? Poetic. Heedfulness, being mindful, is the way to the deathless. Mm-hmm. And so there is this, uh, because this is the true subject, isn't it? The, the pure, the purity, the pure mind, the mind that is not, that, that, that is not a condition, not in a ramana, not a mental state. And that's when you're mindful, when you're not stuck on a ramana, when you're not sticking on anything, That then that is a matta padang. That is the deathless. We say that the empty mind. Or well, some people when, uh, empty is a word is a word they get stuck on. Mm-hmm. Empty means nothing. So then they have to say it's not deathless even sometimes is a bit too strong. Like my book, Path to the Deathless, they had to kind of pretty it up a bit, say mindfulness path to the death. Because death anything with death in it is is considered uh, is a is an is a ramana that people get stuck on. I thought deathless was a very nice term, but path of the road to death might, might be a bit heavy but <laughs> <laughs> But some people are so blind that just the word death, even if, even if they can't see less after, they just examine. <laughs> 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 uh. Remember at uh, Ajahn Kitty Sallow's Katina, I uh, gave a talk or something, and then afterwards, and, uh, young lady came up to me, they were and I thought I was explaining very well the kind of service and help for humanity and and uh, you know, all the kind of altruistic things I was trying to get across and this young lady came up to me and and said, You shouldn't be teaching like that And I said, What? <laughs> You're saying we shouldn't do anything. That if everything's all right, and there's so many things wrong with the world, we've got. To <laughs> so obviously, she only heard maybe a, a sentence, or uh, that that was a very powerful. She got stuck on it and couldn't hear the rest of what I was saying. <coughs> mm. No, 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 you just heard one sentence stuck onto that and then the rest was totally didn't hear the rest we do that a lot don't we we're all guilty of that <clears throat> then the then the simple teaching do good refrain from doing evil the very basic isn't it to just in daily life with a body with these with these Conditioned, in this conditioned realm with a human body then we it's conscious and feels our intention is to do good and refrain from doing evil purify them, the mind this is the teaching of the Buddha very simple isn't it now in the the uh, the Manovinyana consciousness and tamarom Tamaramana of so, seeing the the dhamma and being mindful and we with our ability to think and and to perceive and conceive then we're using this from. Um, from a from from vicha, from knowledge rather than from ignorance from avicca. everything's dhamma even ignorance is dhamma and and so that that uh, that we see ignorant thoughts and views and attachment as dhamma rather than as self we see that 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 uh, selfishness in all its forms and fears and desires that which arises and ceases it's the tamaramana it's the it's what it's the way things are so even your most uh, horrible thoughts and and, um, feelings are tamaramana And so we can we, we we see it as anicca dukkha anatta rather than getting stuck onto it with like or dislike, and that takes a, a, a determination because if if you really like something or really dislike something, it's hard to to let it go. There's always a, a, a stickiness. To it. Anything really attractive or anything really unattractive or horrible, there's one is stickiness of of uh, drawing it near, trying kind to of bring it and hold on to it. The other is a stickiness trying to get rid of it, getting stuck by trying to push it away. <laughs> the other indulgence and suppression. Gama Sukulikana Yoka Atakilamatana Yoka and then in, in the, the salayatana the, the like the aramana for the eye is is the, is the, is the uh, objects that's the object of the eye eye consciousness Jaku, the cakkhu the vijnana, then the ramana is what you see the object the ramana for the nose is the odor and for the ear is sound and for the tongue is taste for so the body is his feeling of pleasure and pain, heat and cold, for the uh, for the mano vinyana, It's the it's the the thoughts, the feelings, the perceptions. <clears throat> They're like just looking at this cup and saying, "Is that's the, uh, the the rupa." Is, uh, the form is seeing with the eye that's the object of the of the sight now this cup but actually the cup the word cup is is, uh, is a perception I'm creating actually the eye consciousness is here but then the mano minyana puts a name onto it cup And so forth. And then this is, this is a, an investigation of the process. This doesn't say I'm a cup, does it? We say you're a cup. <laughs> It's like this carpet on the floor, remember people kept wanting to throw it out I mean, ratty old carpet. we should have a beautiful carpet here where in the kind of important place in the salah What do you want that ratty old carpet there so then I told everybody when ratty old carpet you know that's a work of art that is a that is woven silk, probably from Armenia. That is a genuine work of art. It's probably creation of, of little children who spend hours ruining their eyesight, ruining silk threads into subtle patterns and lovely, lovely uh, pastel shades of blue and pink. The perception changes, doesn't it? <laughs> because if you just look at the carpet, you see that, that it's worn, it's old, it it has uh, it's frayed, and that, that's all you, that's all some people see and that an old carpet with with worn and frayed, and so they think ratty old carpet. Other people see uh, like the the patterns on it or the, realize that it's a um, um, woven hand woven carpet and it and it was uh, probably one time very very beautiful, so forth so but these are reflections, aren't they? and Some people like old carpets. Some people would prefer this one. Some people like this one because it's new. Other people don't like this one because it is new. (laughs) Some people collect old carpets like that. Wealthy people spend lots of money buying them up. (coughs) Because what? It's, It's a... It's a perception, isn't it? It is what it is isn't it that that carpet isn't saying anything. It's just exactly what it is right now and And we put onto it all kinds of things. we project onto it uh, all all kinds of values, opinions <clears throat> That's what we do with each other, isn't it we we, we have personalities become... Uh, we, we, we hold on to a, a view of a personality. Just our views of nation and of what the French are like, what the Italians are like, what the Germans are like, what the Americans are like. These are all perceptions like in America you have different national percent. you you regard French people very differently in America than you do here in England <laughs> Americans have a very different perceptions of thought than they, the British do because it, they are you know it isn't so close <laughs> <laughs> But in uh, say you probably, the British probably have very different perceptions of Mexico than the Americans, than the North Americans. What's close? What affects you? What what uh, what is you know your closest neighbors and that which you have a long history with? You have a strong perception for some some country that has absolutely never been any threat or any bother to you whatsoever. <clears throat> in contrast to a country that, that has been. <clears throat> so these are prejudices, prejudgments that we make, and they can be very cultural, very, uh, you know, the whole nation can can hold to a certain type of prejudice, national prejudice. That's what a lot of culture really is about, isn't it? What a lot of uh, European culture is, is just a smug, uh, inversion on our own ways as being somehow better than the others, and we call that culture. <laughs> so that that, that is uh, is a uh, that because that is a grasping, and it's getting stuck on the Aramanas, all of that the sticky world that we create. And that world is a is conditioned world. It's it's all an illusory world. It's a phantom, like like the idea of, of it's a dream world. It's a dream, isn't it? It's not real. It's illusory world. So then as we Contemplate and free ourselves from these illusions, then we wake, awaken from the dream of life. Think of it like that. That's what the, the enlightenment is, isn't it? To be, to awaken from the dream of life. <clears throat> from all the dreams, all the illusions that we get lost into we become stuck onto these these dreams, this dream realm this illusory realm Have you ever asked yourself when you dream at night when you're dreaming that's real, isn't it? when you're actually dreaming it seems, it's, it's, it seems as real as the dreams that we dream when we're awake. Aren't they? Except maybe you don't awaken from the dreams that when you're awake, because you think you're awake. But you do when you wake awake from sleep and you've been dreaming, and maybe you've had a horrible dream and you're awakening. Oh, it's only a dream. <laughs> what a relief. And that's that's uh, like the realization of Nibbana, is when you awaken from the dream of life. And what a relief. It's only a dream. With all this self and me and mine and this whole realm, this world, this Aramana, all the, the illusions, the phantoms I created and believed in, and now I've awakened from that. From that dream, and then that is that's why the Buddha is the the awakened one, the awake, the, the wake that which is awake. <clears throat> so you see, most humanity is still dreaming, isn't it? It's a dream world, astral world of phantoms and shadows and dreams and and attachments. It's an astral mentality, isn't it, that most humanity is still caught into, stuck into, is that plane of, of dream, dream, dream life, illusion, so that they, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, quite a leap to, to leap out of that, that phantom realm, that illusory realm, that dream world, And all that, that world that we've created and we've, we've created out of ignorance has been instilled into us through the ignorance of our families and cultures. That's a, that's a, an astral world. It's an illusory world of phantoms and shadows feelings and emotions based on ignorance and self and separation and fear and desire then enlightenment is to awaken from that realm contemplate this, reflect on this uh, in your practice these images I present are for reflection. And to, to to present Dhamma in different ways that might strike a note or help you to, to contemplate Dhamma more. Mm-hmm. See, the pleasure of it, it's, 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 it's something that is really wonderful to do. We all love to talk Have dumber discussions and and reflect and talk about numbers. Be able to talk and, and contemplate our experiences of life.